Before we start the podcast, we would like to say a quick thank you to all of our patrons who make it possible for us to do this podcast. To start, we'd like to say thank you to our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, Gorham Palmer and Albert Halbert. Next, we'd like to say thank you to all of our Shadows regulars. Thank you, Janice Libby and Elizabeth Palmer. Thank you, Otto Hauser and Wes Pickman. And last but not least, thank you, Jamie and Sabino. And thank you again to everyone who has donated. It's because of your generosity that we're able to keep telling this story. Now on to our regularly scheduled programming. Hello and welcome to the D3 podcast where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. I'm your faithful GM, Caleb, and as always with me, we have... Hi, I'm Ruby, and I play Jara. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I play Yasheen. Hi, uh, I'm Haley, I'm a guest, and I'm gonna play Harper. Caleb, you did that intro as if you were introducing the scary door on Futurama. The scary. <laughs> Imagine a the world where- The reason it took where... me three seconds to respond to Caleb's introduction was because I was sitting there and I was like, something's very wrong with Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I just assumed you forgot you went first. I, my doctor can attest. Um, oh. Ouch. Uh, Alright, let's get this sh- show on the fucking road. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be playing just a little- Warning for our audience to begin. Uh, we're going to be playing the Overlight System, a role-playing game of kaleidoscopic fantasy. Um, Is that the tagline? Yeah. It's a very bright, beautiful game. I highly suggest that our listeners look it up uh, to just look at some of the just gorgeous art. Um, but fair enough warning. I have read the rules. I have read the book. I have never run it before, so I am going to be sort of, you know... Checking up on rules occasionally. It might be a little stumbly. Uh, And I'm going to do my best to describe the very unique fantasy setting as we go along. Um, So that might take up a little bit of time occasionally. But yeah, very excited. Uh, Love this game a lot. And without further ado, uh, unless you guys have anything, I think we should jump right in. I want to announce that for the first time in my adult life, we bought pepper. What, like ground black pepper? Mm -hmm. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I feel like I'm maturing. My character is now a pepper merchant. I've now decided. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, of course the Arab has to be a spice merchant. <laughs> God. Oh, did I just <laughs> witness Jacob experience a microaggression? <laughs> Ooh. It's okay. He gave me permission. <laughs> I did. It was very, that was you a very good one. if I did oh, okay. make that joke, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> it was a very good joke. The Ruby, it was Ruby. Go, Jake. Jacob, are you playing a stereotype of yourself? 
Uh. I mean, it's almost as bad as the time that Caleb gave you a terrorist or a a, a, a golem. golem as my a golem. that was years ago. You guys got to let that one go. I'm uh, never letting never that, go. that go, buddy. Fuck you! I'm not letting that go. You gave the Jewish Arab guy the choice between a terrorist and a golem. You you don't get to live that down. Oh uh, shit. Um. Anyway, no, I'm gonna jump love right you, buddy. in. Love you too, pal. Uh, <laughs> well, I should the audience knows I'm Welcome not to serious. the podcast, Haley. <laughs> um, I, I mean, hey, man, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, to kick this right on off, um, you guys are living in the the world of Overlight, uh, which is a series of floating continents arranged in a stack, one above the other. Like a hamburger. Yeah, kind of like a hamburger. <laughs> like pancakes. <laughs> or like um, pancakes, yeah. Yeah, or like pancakes. Or Swedish pancakes, though technically you roll those up and stack them next to each other, but you can stack them on top of each other. <laughs> I like Swedish pancakes. Very good. Um, in this game, your characters are what are known as Skyborn, who are people that uh, were markedly different than uh, those that lived around them. Uh, among many other things, you had sort of a natural wanderlust. There's also a sort of different sheen to your eyes. And, most notably, you have the ability to access chroma powers, which are powers that draw upon the kaleidoscopic uh, overlight itself, which you can use to sort of use incredible magical abilities. Um, The Skyborn themselves generally gather into a group known as the Skyborn Order, who are an order of people that believe in using their incredible power to go about the world and right any wrongs they may encounter. Um, what, what's Arrogant. the name of the order? The Skyborn Order. Oh, okay, cool. Sounds like, it sounds like the order of people from the from the from that dinosaur book that I love. Dinotopia? It sounds like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, the flying people. <laughs> the flying people. Hashtag my favorite artist in the world. <laughs> It was just such a long pause after the hashtag. I can't remember his name. What is his name? It's like if you said... James Gurney? James Gurney! Hashtag James Gurney. It's like if you said hashtag and then did a bunch of, like, dot, dot, dots. James Gurney once retweeted one of my tweets, and I'm gonna cry. Anyway, Skyborn Order. Skyborn Order. You guys are members of the Skyborn Order who have sort of joined into a group together. Um... And you've been traveling together, maybe for a little bit, maybe for not too long. Uh, but you are sort of bonded to one another. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, and if you... So this, this it is, is a, in the kinky way. This is a fantasy setting. Um, so many of you are playing strange fantasy creatures. Um, if you wouldn't mind describing your characters, and I'll just go in order of the intro. So Ruby, why don't you describe Jara to me? So and the audience. I forgot what the size category for these fuckers are, but it's small, They're, I'm pretty sure. They are the smallest race. Yeah, so my Thanks. character is pretty much like a micro-raptor. <laughs> um, her name is Jara, uh, spelled J-A-R-A. Um, and she is this teeny little green fluff ball with like most her her nose and a little bit of her face is scaled. But the rest is just feathers, and she has these little hands, and feathery sort of army flappy things, and a tail. And she's just a general happy disposition. She just wants to get to know you. And uh, her big thing is she's she's very much into zoology. 
Yeah, so uh, Ruby is playing a member of the Terixian race, who, as she described, are uh, these tiny flying dinosaurs. Um, and they've got a culture that is very based on, like, uh, academics and, um, like, sort of a higher understanding of their world through, like, logic and reason. Um, and in this game, you gain a bonus to a specific stat based on your race, but then you also have to pick another bonus based on, um, that's different from your race's bonus, um, to show how you're set apart. And Ruby picked compassion, uh, whereas her race normally gets a bonus to logic. Um, Jacob, would you like to describe your character? Sure, if I remember. I can help uh, you out if you need. <laughs> I'm the, I'm part, I'm, my character is a Benyari. Benyari, yep. Uh, yeah, they're like a, kind of like a fawn, kind of. Where it's like the lower half is kind of like, not goat, but more like antelope. Kind of lags, it goes to a more humanoid upper half. He's tall and thin with a very serious face and a couple of short horns on his head. Uh, and he's always walking around with a like uh, fancy looking compound bow uh, over his shoulder. Yeah, so uh, Jacob is playing a Banyari, as he mentioned. Um, and they are like... The best way to describe them is they're, like, red panda people with, like, different magic fantasy mutations. In his case, he has extremely long legs and horns. Oh, wait, is it red panda with the long legs? I thought they were, like, hooved legs. Uh, they have hooved legs, oh, yeah. Okay. It's, like, extremely long hooved legs and horns. But it's, like, attached to what is ostensibly, like, a red panda's face. Oh, that's genuinely uncomfortable. Um, I, I, that seems weird. Like I feel, I feel body. like it's a humanoid furry upper half, like humanoid. Um, I'm gonna make that. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that because it makes no sense to have like a fawn body with just the head or face of a red panda. Well, no, like it's still proportionate to the rest of your body. It's like, like it's. How is yeah. it proportionate if he has hey, Caleb, long ass fucking legs? In the chat and Ruby will describe it because I don't, Ruby is good at describing things. N- there's no picture of Jacob's tribe, specific tribe, unfortunately. Um, that's like oh. the one they didn't put to picture. <laughs> well, then send me one of the other ones. Um, yeah, I can do that for you. Well, uh, I, I imagine. I imagine the like. upper half is more like humanoid, but maybe with like red panda like fur and a little snoot. Yeah, they got the little snout. Um, that's snoots are great. So important. He has a little snoot. <laughs> sniff, sniff. Oh, I know what they are. So imagine if, like, you stretched a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> that poor fucking raccoon! Oh, no! <laughs> I, I'm gonna say as the player, I'm sick of my description. That's what he looks like. If he looks different than the other people, then that's why he left. So be uh, it. <laughs> so be it. Um, the Banyari are a bunch of, like, hunter-gatherers that live in a very, like, fertile, nice environment. They have, um, their natural bonus is to compassion, because that has a lot of, like, connection to, like, the wilderness and things like that. And I believe you took Will as yep. your bonus. Um, yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Uh, Haley, would you like to describe your character? Uh, yeah, um... So I'm playing uh, Harper, and um, they are a Harkeen, which was described as basically human. 
Yeah. Um, average looking Joe, even though her name is not Joe. <laughs> probably like probably a lot shorter than Jacob's character, I'm imagining. <laughs> But a lot taller than Ruby's, so we're gonna go with a happy medium height, whatever you want to call that. And, uh, yeah. An apprentice. Uh, a painter. Fun stuff. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, the humans of the Overlight setting are divided into two different races, but the Harkeen are the humans that live in, like, this gigantic continent-sized city. Um, a lot of the other races kind of, like, look down at them. Um, for living in this, like, very, like, crowded urban environment. Oh, yeah, slums, um, baby. Uh, yeah, and I believe you picked, you also picked compassion as your core virtue. So I'm got a, a very nice painter. I'm a nice painter. Very compassionate party, uh, in this group. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> my, my, I will say, I do, I don't know if Sheen will act very passionately, but yeah. he does have that, or compassionately. <laughs> That's why I meant. Um, very nice. Well, there's passion in compassion, so. Incredible. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, we could all take a take a lesson there. So anyway, you guys um, have traveled down uh, to Pyre, which is at the very bottom of the stack. Is it um, on fire? It's full of a lot of magma. Pyre is this uh, area where um, not only does it have a lot of volcanic activity, but it's also extremely cold. So imagine if you will, like, um, gigantic snowy tundra occasionally broken up by magma rivers. That what? makes like zero sense, but cool. It's fantasy. I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, but even still. And Pyre's a very harsh land, uh, and it is home to the Pyroi, which are a type of people that are like, um, gigantic red humanoids with elephant feet um this is at the very bottom this is at the very bottom of the stack Mm. pyre it's this very harsh land full of very dangerous creatures and the pyroi themselves have a very sort of like warrior culture uh kind of vibe to them um that is also sort of bound by like tradition and ritual Mm -hmm. as well they're vikings uh sort of yeah you guys, however, um, are not in an area particularly owned by the Pyroi. Uh, you have decided to leave the confines of the Warm City, as they call it, uh, which is the place that travelers are encouraged by the Pyroi to go, um, and you've gone to an area known as the Traveler's Camp, just outside of it. The Traveler's Camp is an area, so the Warm City was intended to be a place where merchants from other shards, which is uh, the overlight term for, like, flying continents... The Warm City was intended to be a place where they could come and sort of sell their wares and everything. The problem is that the city is still entirely governed by Pyroi tradition and Pyroi ritual. And so, like, inexperienced merchants coming there are sort of caught up in it all and thrown into the middle of it and can find it very disorienting and very hard to deal with. And so, just outside of the Warm City, the Traveler's Camp, which is an area where people can, like, come to, like take a break from having to deal with pyroid culture or at least have like a little bit of talking to some people beforehand to sort of learn the ins and outs um, bandage their wounds from the fighting ring <laughs> yeah exactly um the traveler's camp was erected the traveler's camp is little more than a number of like tents huts and small structures um very temporary the camp has pretty much no permanent residence and you guys have come here 
just to try to sort of adjust before sort of beginning any particular adventures on Pyre. Um, as you come, you can see there are a number of cooking fires rising up. It is this small settlement that I just, as I just described, made up of tents and other small structures um, out at sort of like the edge of the tundra. And you guys are sort of walking into town. Uh, you can see there are a couple of people out and about. It's not a huge or particularly crowded place, um, but the people here are very active. Um, and a number of people uh, in what is sort of the edge of this small settlement appear to have gathered in a crowd, which piques all of your interests. Ooh, um, crowds! What would you guys like to do? Uh, is there a reason we came to Pyre specifically? Like, do we have a specific goal? Is it just to explore Pyre? It's largely to, like, explore. Also, like, if you encounter anything that, like, you think should be fixed, like any particular problems, uh, the Skyborn Order pretty much is, like, yeah, our whole goal is to just be helpful. Okay. Very self-righteous of us. (laughs) I was gonna say. Absolutely. Um, Jara's definitely... Gets excited by a crowd. And she's going to be like, she's going to look up at her uh, little, her, her, her big people. <laughs> and she's going to be like, C- can we, can we crowd? Can we crowd? Sure. I mean, something interesting is happening. Uh, and then Jared's going to s- s- like scurry between the people's legs to get to the center of the crowd. Well, she's gone forever now. We've lost Jara. We've lost her. Jara, you scurry into the crowd and you see uh, there's a number as a there's the people that have gathered around here are members of a number of the different types of folk, uh, which is sort of their word for like just collective intelligent races. They have gathered around um, sort of their sort of the snow crunching as they sort of all they're talking in like hushed tones. They seem clearly shocked and concerned. And as you make the uh, your way to the front of the crowd, you find a, uh, they are like sort of picking up and carrying out a mutilated uh, dead body. Oh, good. Um, like these people are? Uh, two people are carrying them out. The others have just sort of gathered around and are- Do they look like police? You don't imagine that the traveler's camp has a stable enough society to have police? Uh, these are just people that are like- Okay, obviously we can't just have this body here. Like, let's um, move I'm... it somewhere else. Like, um, the body is tall and thin, and it takes you a moment to recognize it because of a distinctive feature it is missing. But it is an Arumel, which are the um, these very tall uh, humanoids. They're kind of elf-like. Um, and their thing is that they always wear masks, uh, this one is not wearing a mask. Uh, can I look to see if there's a mask around the dead body, or if it's just completely gone? Uh, sure. Make me a, um, perception roll. I'm going to... What's what's our people called? What's our group called? Skyborn? We are Skyborn. We are here to help. Please put down the body. You're making... So, Jacob, you need help with rules? Uh, just double check. So I roll the number die of wisdom and then my perception die, Correct. right? Yes. And then a d4 too, or? Yes, also a d4. 
cool. Tell me if you get... Uh, the only reason the D4 will ever come into play in these kinds of rolls is if you get a 4. Okay, I did not. Okay. Uh, do I just add the two numbers together? Uh, no, you roll three of each. So you roll three, wis- three of the wisdom die and three of the perception die. Oh, okay. And as many as, many as you get, like, six and above, those are okay. your successes. Cool. Let me grab another D10. That's two tens, so two. Two. Uh, that's good. That's a success. What were you trying to look around for? Oh, uh, if the mask is there. That's right. Yeah. Um, the mask does not appear to be here. Um, in fact, uh, some of the things that some of the people are like sort of whispering about in hushed tones is um, that they're horrified that someone would remove this Oramel's mask. Um, because, you know, the Oramel, like, they never take off their masks. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Sacrilegious. And so they're horrified that any of this is happening. However, uh, as Jara sort of yells that out, people start to go like, oh, Sky- Skyborn. Um, the uh, two people that were moving it away, they were both, uh, one's a Harkeen, another's also an Oramel. Um, they sort of begin to sort of let the person down. And an Oramel man um, wearing very, like, fine uh sort of um like clothing made of like great materials and everything uh he steps up he has two other people behind him and he says um ah skyborn welcome my name is kalis i'm a wealthy merchant that has been spending some time here now that you're here i'm very glad we can look into this most disturbing matter if you'd be willing to can I do a fucking insight check on this creepy guy? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, That's also what, a wisdom what, roll, I believe. What uh, uh, is it? What What is it? Uh, it would be intuition. So that okay. would be wisdom plus your intuition score. If you don't have anything, then you mm-hmm. only roll 1d6. If you don't have anything in a skill. I do not, so. Then you only roll 1d6 for that. Uh, but you you only roll 1d6 for that, but then you also still roll your wisdom, your full three wisdom dice. Oh, okay. So I roll 1d6 plus the wisdom dice. That's yes. good, because the 1d6 I rolled was a one, so... Nope. That Nothing? was three ones and a two. Uh, Jacob's um, luck strikes again. This guy, uh... Seems like a good guy, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's... This guy is, um... As far as you're aware, he, he, he runs... The Traveler's Camp. This is like their mayor. Their mayor. You know, he's got the guards with him. That's, you know. <laughs> sure. Um, Jara knows science. Or at least, you know, her version of science. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's going to ask the... Is there like like a, a written language? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then she's going to give a, a pencil and a piece of paper to, um each of the people who are carrying this body mm-hmm. and be like, I would like you to write down how you found the body and what information you have about why you moved him, what it looked like when you found them. Uh, all that, please. Thank you very much. Uh, I will need those papers back unless you guys wish to help in which you can start asking the crowd if they know anything. They say, uh, we were just, uh, doing what Kalis told us to. Mm. So you didn't witness anything? And Kayla says, yes, we uh, we saw this body here in the morning, um, and I thought it would be dreadful if it remained out in the town square. So I thought we should move it. 
That was very thoughtful. How long between when you saw it to when you moved it? Oh, it was quite recently. Um, I'm going to examine the body. Sure. Roll me a perception roll, which is wisdom. Um, actually, hang on. Maybe not. Would it be science? It might be a science roll. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say science. So 3d8 uh, and 3d10. Correct. And then 1d4, but that only matters if you get a 4. And anything above a, is, uh, anything that is a 6 or a above four. is a success. Did you get a 6 or above or on any of the dice? Uh, I got three six or aboves. Okay, cool. Um, so that, so he, the way Overlight works with like degrees of success is interesting. It's instead of like every one die counts as a degree of success higher, it's every two die you got a success on counts as a degree of success. When you get a four, you can choose to either bump that up so it's two degrees of success, but only if you have like a weird middle ground. Like if you got one success and you need a second one to bump it up, then if you get a four, you can bump that up. In your case, you have a three, so you could bump it up to like a two degree of success. Mm-hmm. Um, you can either do that, or you can put another spirit point in your spirit pool. I'm going to do th- the first one you said. Okay, cool. Two degrees of success. Um, you're examining the body. Um, th- this body was clearly badly mutilated. Um Jara is sort of a beast tamer. She knows animals. Um, There's plenty. Part of the reason she wanted to come to Pyre is there's many um, large, frankly dangerous, but very unique animals that live out here. Um, These wounds were not caused by an animal. These wounds were caused by manufactured weapons. Now, am I allowed to use some of my science knowledge to ask questions uh sure i have a, I have a rudimentary understanding of science and sure. um that can be used in forensics so um how uh dry like how how fresh are these wounds it's clear to you from like examining the body and from like your understanding of these things that uh this man was not just killed on the street or, like, stabbed in the middle of this, like, little, like, common area. Street, I was, I was saying street, street's too generous a term for this place. Um, but it's this man was, like... the tents aren't. Yeah, they, they have, like, a couple, like, chairs and tables set up in, like, sort of a tiny, like, common area. But he was not killed in this area. He was clearly killed at another location. And then dragged here. here, and his body was placed uh, right where the town could see it. And are his wounds? Yeah. Uh, are his wounds red or pale? They're not that fresh. No, I mean, are they? Like, is there? Is he was cut up, right? Yeah. Um. Are clearly these... he was like cut and stabbed by like swords. Okay. Um, so the swords like, there's were some probably really... the cause of death. What I'm really asking is, are these wounds like clearly what killed him? Or was he killed before and then stabbed? Uh, they are clearly what killed him. Okay. But someone did leave them. The body here probably sent a message or something. Okay. Mm. Especially um, with the mask removed. Does anyone know who he is? Uh, yes. Kalis will say, um, that is Ivix. He was a, uh, wealthy merchant such as myself. He says, uh, 
he was coming here. He always talked about um, many of the things that I try to encourage, which are expanding the traveler's camp um, and putting more things in place uh, to make it more of a uh, destination that people would like to visit. Ashin just nods, thinking, yes, that does make sense for the mayor. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. Um, so another question. Does he have anything in his pockets? Does it look like he was robbed? You check in his was pockets. Was his body looted? And yeah, um, other than the mask, nothing appears to have been taken. Uh, he Can actually has loot the like body. some. No, I'm kidding. He has like some gold coins in his pocket. <laughs> he's like, already he's, been desecrated. Um, <laughs> this guy was was wealthy. You could have gotten something off it, but clearly okay. that wasn't the point so, of what these um, people were trying to do. Is there? Do we know of any traditions in their burial practices for the Oromel? Pretty much, I want to pay somebody with the money we got from his body to bury him. Um, folklore. Yeah, I'd say folklore. So it would be wisdom plus right. folklore. It was a three, so it was not a four. Okay. Then you so what's nothing. a success on a d six? Okay, so I have a zero six. successes. It's always a six. It's always a six or above. You have no idea what kind of practices the Oromel would. Rolling all d sixes is tough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's well. That's why like they upgrade. Eventually, you can get like a d12, which is that's insane. Because uh, you have a more than fifty percent chance to succeed in that so such I'm scenario. So I'm going to um, I'm going to turn to the rich guy and be like, "Would you be willing to take this money to pay your men to bury him properly?" Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, he says, by the way, if you're looking for suspects, I have a few in mind. Uh, she looks at the talls and she's like, would you guys like to take this while I try to figure out any more evidence at the scene? Sure. Sure. Uh, I, I have very, I don't think I have anything in like persuasion and stuff. So maybe Harper, Harper should take the lead. I think persuasion is a will skill. It is. Um, <laughs> I have a D10 in it, but then it's only be one D6. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he says, uh, you can, of course, ask around town. Um, there's plenty of merchants uh, coming through, including, uh, I'm happy to say, uh, he sort of gestures to your character, Asim, is that correct? Yes. Asim. He gestures to you, including one of your kind, uh, recently came in. You all know each um, other, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> Does he know some of your people are here? Yeah, um, he says, however, there are a few people that I might suspect. He says, one I could very easily see is Belegia. Um, he says, you know, this, this sort of thing would never happen on Vale. He says, but... The people of this town insist to let a lawbreaker run f run free in this town. What um, did this Allegia do to break the law? Allegia? Oh, she... <sighs> uh, he says she broke her bonds with her... How would he phrase this? Yeah, her, her master. Ugh. She belonged to a good, traditional RML merchant. Um, Man, I'm really not liking this mayor. Yeah, me either. Sucks. Um, so I could think of plenty of reasons that she would want to to kill a law abiding. So he's just Oromel. a racist. Do, do I know if, like slavery is like a common thing uh, on for Oromel? Uh, I'll I'll give it to you for free. On Vale, um, slavery is perfectly legal. Generally, it's not 
of other races. Okay. Generally, it's only like Oromel enslaving other Oromel. Um, Interesting. Uh, okay. I'm glad the 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 assumption going some of your people here was uh, spot on. I mean, anytime. <laughs> so, what was the name of this person again? That person he's trying to point you in the direction of. Yeah. Uh, Belizia. And it is. Oh, um, uh, are they a Oromel as well? Um. You'd think either an Oromel. Uh, the only other race that it's extremely common for the Oromel to enslave is the Harkane, so your species. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're getting racist in the chat, guys. He says, uh, other than that, um, he says there is Urku. Um, she's... <sighs> the whole point of this settlement is to give people time to adjust to Pyroi custom. This warrior lady... Uh, is disruptive. I wouldn't be surprised if she wanted to try and drive us out of here. Uh, is she one of the Pyroi as well? She's a Pyroi, yeah. Well, makes sense. And he says, says uh, Harper says that under her breath. She's like, oh, <laughs> makes sense. It's their place. Uh, she says, um, <laughs> he says, uh, then there is Arhima. Uh, she's a, a merchant around here who, uh, she and Ivix were competitors. She definitely has a motive. All right, we're going to take notes on all of this, right, buddies? Um, Jacob's <laughs> taking notes oh, in real good. life. We need someone to actually take notes <laughs> versus me, who I just say my character just takes notes. Ashin is not taking notes. He says, um, but if you wanted to check around and ask for people, there is Simoon, um, who is a um, mercenary who I have hired to help protect the settlement. Uh, there is also... Uh, Darvanthos, who is an Oromel guide of this area, and uh, there is Brushwick, a Banyari, and there is Zizel, who is a Terixian scholar who has come here. They may give you more leads, although I wouldn't suspect any of them. Alright, so instantly I don't think it's the three people he suspected. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we should talk Uh, to them to get dirt on him, though. I agree. Yep. Who would you like to talk to? Well, the people he suggested suggested was the escape slave, the pyro mm. warrior lady, and the competitive competitor merchant, right? Yes. Okay. Who do we want to talk to? Well, the escaped slave. Would we even know where she went? Because um, she is like here is where she escaped to. Like she escaped from Vale. She did not escape from the settlement. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Ormel don't usually take their slaves abroad because, like, surprise, surprise, and not a lot of people are super down for slavery. <laughs> um, so, yeah. While she's out here, she is a free woman. Cool. Do we want to just start with her? She seems to have the most dirt, probably. Yeah. Where, do you know where we can find uh, Belegga? What was it? Belegia. Belegia. He says, uh... She sa- he says, oh, her tent is over in that direction. She sort of vaguely waves. Cool. Um, yeah, so you uh, set off in that direction. Um, are all of you going or just the two of you? Jara? Is there a path of where the body was dragged? It's kind of hard to tell with so much like, okay, snowfall. so there really isn't much evidence. Then I'll go with yeah. them. Can, can I roll survival to see? Sure. I see a path? Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. I'm not bad at that. Not great, but yes. not bad. It's vigor <laughs> plus survival. 
Yeah, I don't have very high vigor. Uh, that is two successes. Cool. Um, it's not, like, the easiest to follow. You don't think you could get, like, to the exact spot that this happened, but you know, like, the vague direction Mm -hmm. from. Okay, cool. Is it just out from the camp? Yeah, it's out from- this did not happen anywhere near the camp, actually, as far as you're aware. Well, we can either talk to people or follow that trail. What you is guys there a do? path to follow? Like, is there a place we could look outside of the camp that might be where he got killed? I was just thinking, like, walking that direction. I mean, that might be a good idea. I, I think that we should look for more evidence, because then we can approach people with information. I mean, mm. Asheen will absolutely rather do that than talk to people. That's his area's <laughs> expertise much more. Not a social person, eh? Nope. Every, all the other uh, Benyari like to talk too much. That's why he left. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and his legs are too long. <laughs> <laughs> Get out, you long-legged freak! Uh, Don't talk to Caleb. Uh, so are you guys going to talk to the... Are you? <laughs> Thank God. Um, are you guys going to talk to any of the suspects he listed? I mean, I think the suspects... We don't have any evidence towards any suspects yet. Other than so gossip. Do you want? But, yeah, but talking to them could, like, I mean, get some info, yeah. and we could get more evidence to look into by talking I, to them. I will say, this is one of the moments in character Sheen would rather just follow this path than just walk into the woods. We should probably talk to people. It's a much better lead. <laughs> That's what Jacob right. is saying. Sheen would rather just walk yeah. into the woods. Jara will take your guys' lead. Harper, like, pats his back and is like, I know you hate this, buddy, but we gotta talk. All right. <laughs> we gotta talk to people. All right. You're right. We need to get information. You're correct. Mm. Um, you're gonna start with Belligia? Yeah, sure. Belligia is a tall, kind of lanky um, Oromel woman. She does not have, like, this ornate carved mask of, like, metal or wood. Um, she has a bit of cloth that has stuff painted on it that she's, like, held in place with straps over her face. Mm. And she is, uh, going about her business, um, she's, uh, actually, like, uh, like, skinning an animal, like a dead animal. Char gets very excited. Um, as she's <laughs> sort of, uh, standing there. Uh, she looks at you guys approaching and she says, oh, yeah, you're the Skyborn that we're coming into to uh, the camp. Uh, Tell what me I do what animal you? that was and can I have its bones? Uh, sure, you can have <laughs> Ruby, the bones. Ruby, stay in character, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> please, ma'am, can I please have some bones? Hey, hey, she's collecting <laughs> them for scientific research. And not just because she Plus wants to know, like, sleep like on a house. If she's like, if you if you pay for him, I'll I'll give you as many bones as you want. <laughs> I'll even give you mine. Um, I just want to draw them in a, in my book. I'm a scientist, you see. Uh, good, good. Uh, anything else I can help help you folk with? We want to talk about your mayor. <laughs> Our mayor? <laughs> no, only only Ashin thinks that. We wanna we wanna talk to you about the um murder that oh, was in the that was mimics. in the yeah yeah we want to talk to you about that um personally 
I don't suspect you one bit. But I would like to know what you know about him because of your past with him. Um, that Ivex, would be helpful. Ivex, yes. I tried to avoid Ivix and Kalis, honestly. I wouldn't put it past Kalis to have offed him for his for like a more exclusive position in the town. Kalis wants to turn the camp into a real settlement and he wants to make sure that Kalis is the one up top. Wait, Kalis wants this? Yeah. Okay. okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kalis, you know, tried to get rid of I- Ivix as a competitor. That was definitely a suspicion. Um, when, yeah, when did you last see Ivix alive? He was going off to trade with some of the, um, Pyroi over in a, in a city somewhere. He and... Uh, Darvanthos were going Who's there. Who's Darvanthos? Um, but Dar- Darvanthos said that Ivix sent them away. Oh, they're um a an, a guide. They're also an Oromo uh, that stays around here. Do you know where they are so we can talk to them? Yeah, they usually spend time around uh the front entrance. Uh, lately, they've been talking to Urku a bit. Uh, you guys remember Urku is the one that Kayla said was like the Pyroid warrior. Hmm. How how long have you lived here? Um, how lo- how long um, have you been a free spirit? Uh, how long I, have you been if self, you're asking self, when I, self-employed? If you're asking when I freed <laughs> myself, that was some time ago. Uh, as for how long I've been living here, only a couple months. I tend to migrate around. Okay. Um, and has Ivix followed you, like, everywhere you went? No. Um... I never met Evix before I came here. Okay. Interesting. Do you, you know if uh, uh, Kalis and Evix were maybe, if they do make this a settlement, do you know if they had plans on bringing the, you know, Laws of Vale here? Um, that would probably affect business. Also, the Pyroi would never stand for that. Hmm. I mean, understandable. Yeah. It's... It's, it's kind of land. hard to say, it's kind of hard to say no to the Pyroi. Uh, if you go to talk to Urku, you'll you'll see what I mean. Hmm. <laughs> well, she's on our list at some point. To she, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, we can talk to uh Darthano- Darthanos. Darvanthos. Dar- Darvanthos. 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 Okay. Like with the dumb shoes. O V. Okay, I was I was doing it with a T H. Okay. <laughs> can we just agree um, that Vans and uh, what what are they called the the ones with the really flat bottoms? Converse. Converse. The Vans and Converse are stupid and need to have more soles. <laughs> well, those are just like the those are like the commercial shoes. If you get like the good Vans, then your feet be happy. Converse though, shit. Converse are bad. My feet are flat. I put them on, and I die. I have <laughs> really high arches and I die. It's, it's, it's you got to have support and my feet are so flat yeah. and Converse do not have any support. It's Converse bad. Converse suck. They do. All right, anyway, back to the point. <laughs> uh, uh, we can talk to the guide about whether um, Ithix actually went to that city or not or if he died before that. There is one thing I would like mm-hmm. to ask um, ask her. Uh, if you 
were to suspect someone, who would it be? I know you kind of answered this, but like, I just want your strongest opinion. Probably Kalis. Um, if, hmm, you know, the, the amount of damage that was done to him, I hate to say it, but, uh, maybe Urku. Um, she definitely has the ability to do something like that. Uh, and you know, if she got territorial, um, Maybe. I know a lot of the Pyroi warbands tend to be pretty territorial. Um, and, and she that and the guide had started getting buddy-buddy, correct? Uh, yes. Um, Darvanthos, their whole thing, as far as I can tell, is that they're a really good guide because they are, like, personal friends of a lot of the warbands. They've managed to, like, ingratiate themselves to a lot of the warbands. They could have, uh, led... Uh, the dude who was killed out into the woods a bit and then ambushed him. Um, That's a possibility. Are the Pyroi easily bought by, like, money or goods? Not generally. They've got okay. a pretty strong code of honor and, like, ritual. So it's unlikely okay. that a Pyroi was bought Just into paid. killing him. Okay. Yes. Okay, so... I don't want to count that out, but we can definitely... I don't think it's a big worry on that one. Well, I was thinking maybe Urku didn't like them because they're trying to make a town in that probably wouldn't follow Pyroi laws and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Just covering all the bases. No, it's... That's a, that's a good thing to do in a mystery. <laughs> weirdly enough. Uh, cool. Uh, I don't got any more questions. Caleb, how much money do we have on our um, selves so right in now? This, in this game, you actually have uh, wealth scores. <laughs> um, okay, Every time what? you want to uh, sort of bribe someone, you roll a check using uh, the associated virtue and your wealth score. Um, and you pick how many wealth points you want to spend in there. Um, uh, what do they do? And the wealth points, um, just like Not might I have any, might make it easier or harder, as okay. far as I'm aware. Um, the Bunyari, yeah, Jacob, um, the Bunyari, they don't have, they don't yep. live in a culture with money. Uh, you're not only does your background not give you any money, none of the Bunyari backgrounds give you any money. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I no. have a rating, I have the lowest rating and just zero in my pool to start. Yeah, no, they don't, <laughs> the Bunyari don't. Like, they don't have wealth. That's not a thing that they do. Um, I start with a wooden spear and a drinking gourd. They don't even really have, like, a barter system. They just sort of share. Um, <laughs> they're very <laughs> they're, precious. You see, they're doing it right, though. The Banyari's whole, like, thing is that they're kind of like the cutesy race. Um, <laughs> There's a reason compassion is their uh, virtue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, they're just, like, they're just cute little woodland creatures. Um... <laughs> Or in your case, a terrifying planes hunter. Oh. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so if you wanted to spend a wealth point to like give somebody some money or something. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, like toss toss a couple coins to be like, hey, okay. thanks for the info. Uh, remove a wealth point from your pool. Uh, okay. Awesome. Down to three. <laughs> I think Ashin has been around, uh, you know... Uh, you guys lie enough that the first time you did this, he was like, why are you throwing metal at them? <laughs> why are you being rude right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm not being rude. What? 
It, it was a long discussion. <laughs> Just like, okay, you gotta understand. Everybody else uses this stuff called money. <laughs> God. But it has no value. But we all agree it has value. I don't- what? Money can be used to so, buy and yeah. sell things. What? If I'm not mistaken, you guys are going to be looking for Darvanthos next? I think cool. so. Mm. Darvanthos, uh, luckily for you guys, Darvanthos and Urku um, are actually in the same place. Um, nice. Darvanthos is this, um, like, somewhat well-dressed, but, like, it's still, like, clearly, like, good survival gear out on the tundra. Um, Oramel, who is just completely androgynous. Like, masks aside, uh... You, you, they have, like, they're just completely, it's, it's unable to tell. Um, Urku is this, uh, gigantic, um, completely hairless, uh, pyroi woman. You know, full, like, red skin, uh, the big elephant feet. Um, and she has tattoos covering her body. Um, except these tattoos, they're not made with ink. Uh, they're made from, like, cuts then taking volcanic oh, ash so and putting like it in the cut, so it sort of like scarification tattooing process. That's exactly. really cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's how pyroid do their tattoos. They actually that consider these so much worse than regular. Tattoos. They they consider the tattoos of ink that the Harkeen to do uh, that the Harkeen tend to do to be too soft. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, meanwhile, they... It's, it's not like it's a vibrating exacto knife cutting a design into your skin for, like, four hours. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's uh, even fine. back back then, uh, in this time, I don't know technology they probably don't have. They probably have the older thing. I forget how they do They do it with, like, a uh, string and, like, um, ink pen. Stick and poke. Yeah, I've yeah, stick, stick and poke. I've seen videos. There's a way of doing it where that's like not one thing at a time, but it's probably still a lot longer. This than... is like, yeah, they consider that to be like too soft, and then they also consider the uh, the Oramel way of doing things to be like just too freaky because the Oramel's thing is the Oramel will actually like graft jewelry into their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Jacob at this horrified laugh, <laughs> like, like, oh. Uh... That can be very cool or horrific looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big Um, spectrum there. Yeah, but she is massive. Um, She's got this like... Fear. These big spears. She's like over eight feet tall and she's like all muscle. (laughs) And they're just having a conversation, the two of them. She's got like a leg of the meat of some creature that she's munching on. Um, Hello, step on me, me wife. I would like to talk to you for a moment, (laughs) if you please. God. She would not step on me, wife, but like... Um, That's a ruby joke. Yeah, of course. So yeah, you're gonna talk to one of these two people. They're both mm-hmm. way bigger than all of you. Um, I specifically they, am those gonna cool. try to talk to the warrior lady because I feel okay. like she'll find what me you, not uh, so intimidating. Roll an intuition check. So it's wisdom plus intuition. Oh, Any God. of you can make this roll on her. Why not? not? I'm gonna fail it, but why not? Okay, it's so a what roll? Wisdom plus yeah, intuition. Yeah, I'm gonna fail Nothing. this too. Uh... Okay, so would that be 2d6? Oh, uh, do you shit. have a d6 in wisdom and a d6 in intuition? Yeah, I do. Then that would be 66. 
And I got what? a success and a four. Oh god, I'm gonna have to roll a single d6 six times. I didn't roll any sixes, so is that a failure? Uh, yeah, you failed. That fucking um, sucks, man. Jara, um, you, she's she's not hiding anything, so it's easy to make this roll with one success. Um, you instantly no longer suspect her, um, because she would not want to destroy this camp because she genuinely does not think of literally anyone in this camp, no matter how armed they are, as a threat. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to use myself, though, to separate her from other guy so that my partners can talk to other guy without cool. her around. She, like, like a, a scene is coming in with, like, this, like, big bow. She does not feel threatened by him at all, clearly. Um, to the point where, like, yeah. you can tell it's to the point where she's, like, really, she's gonna be, as soon as you talk to her, you know she's gonna be really friendly to all of you. Because, like, her territoriality will not kick in around you at all. And, um, and we can yeah. just assume... Jara's gonna start asking her questions about animals she's killed around here or shit like that. Like, get some oh, yeah, she, stories going. She talks about um, hunting down... Her name is... Uh, uh, she goes, my name is Urku Titanslayer. I earned that Titan name. Slayer? Uh, that's how Pyroid... Whoa. That's how Pyroid do their last names. Uh, Whoa, you have to earn Titan? your last name. Uh, she says, um, not... She laughs. Uh, and she says, uh, a titan, there is no such creature. It is merely to denote that I killed a large beast. Uh, she says, uh, my warband, the Sons of Satheus, um, we hunt Shovel Tusk. I'm taking notes. Uh, she describes the Shovel Tusk. Yeah, she describes a Shovel Tusk to you. It's just an elephant. Is it is an yeah, um, elephant or a woolly <laughs> man? Oh. It's just or an elephant. Or is it one of the, like... It's just a regular fucking thought... elephant? Okay. Yeah, so Shovel Tusk are the largest creatures on Pyroi. Um, I thought it would be, like, one of those weird ancient elephants with the split jaw. Yeah, you know, I figured that, too. The they, they have art of it in the book. Oh, I assumed it was a... Uh, I, I assumed it was a woolly mammoth because their tusks specifically went outward so they could shovel snow off greens. That's too true. Yeah. The... She talks about the Shovel Tusk. The Shovel Tusk is the biggest creature on Pyroi, and apparently her warband hunts them, like, traditionally. Uh. Um, and that, you, you sort of piece it together in your head. That is why she, and you'd imagine anyone from her warband, uh, wouldn't feel threatened by you at all. But would they um, feel cool. upset about them setting up a town here? Do we not know um, that? You think, or oh. uh, with your understanding of, like, like, most of the territoriality of the Pyroi, like, comes in the form of so, feeling threatened. I, so it'd be like, yeah, you can set up a town here, bring as many people as you want. If I don't like it, I'll just kill you all. Yeah, no, like, oh, it'll well. be easy. I'll just, I'll just get rid of okay, you, like. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Jara's just gonna find out as much as she can about Shovel Tusks and the hunting of them to distract her. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Sons of Satheus, they are canon. Uh, I was so intrigued by the idea of people that are, like, known for being super nice specifically because they, like, know that they could kill you at any time. <laughs> well, it's like, uh... Um, yeah, no, her entire warband like is described yeah, that way. what I was reading, but they talk about how, like, you see a giant guy and they are always the nicest because they never have to be mean. Because people are already intimidated, so they never have to, like, show force. And so they just tend to be the nicest <gasps> people. I think it might be in Discworld or a, 
different thing. It was either Disc... I think it was Discworld, not Name of the Wind. Anyway, continue. But yeah, she... She... She goes on about, like, how great her warband is and how, like, they're one of the strongest warbands on Pyre. But the other two of you, um, manage to sort of separate, uh, Darvanthos, and they say, um, oh, uh, hello, it's nice to meet you. Uh, they have a very, like, ornate, uh, mask made out of, like, metal. Uh, how can I help you two? Uh, well, me and my, uh, me and my friend here, um, we entered into the town and we happened upon a um, murder in the square. And we were hoping to ask you some questions I, about that. I'm not going to do this, but I'm just imagining a bad cop, good cop situation here. <laughs> Sheen just goes, did you do it, punk? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Slams fist on the table. Answer me, did you do it? Whoa, whoa, take a break, Sheen, uh, take absolutely. a break. I'll, I'll be. You're a sick son of a I'll bitch. Be you know that. <laughs> I'll be outside. Sorry about him. He's just edgy. So, as we were saying, they say, um, "I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have." Uh, what were you going to ask about the the murder of Ivik? Um, Ivix? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I was um, traveling with them. Uh, on our way to go and trade with Pyroy. Um, and uh, partway through the trip, um, he uh, asked that I leave. Um, he asked you to leave? Yeah, you can go ahead and roll intuition, Jake. Oh, shoot. So I you say got... that their well, entrails are as thick as your arm. Mm-hmm. I, so I only got <laughs> one. I only got one six. So six. So does that not count as a full success? Uh, no, it does not. All right, well, I got one six. Cool. Can't get a read on him. Yeah, I can't get a read on him. Maybe, maybe they're also the mayor. Um, no. <laughs> Everyone's the mayor. Uh, can I try rolling intuition? Absolutely. Okay, so if it's a, if it's a d6 on that and then a d6 on wisdom, it's 6 d6? Okay. And 1d4. And 1d4. If, and on the d4, you're looking to get a four. Okay, I got um one six. So six. combined, we got one success. I <laughs> uh, can't really get a read on them. Uh, the mask is kind of making it hard to... You can't really read their face because of the mask. Mm. Did you get a four? Did I get a four? Oh, I didn't roll the... I didn't, if sorry. you got a four, then you could jump it up to a full success. Okay. Uh, that would... Be a oh god, it's super hard to read on this thing. Uh, no, it's a no, it's a three. Didn't okay. Uh, yeah, you, you're it's you you can't really get a read on him. Do you know why he asked you to leave? I believe it was at the insistence of uh, Simun, the Harkin mercenary. Um, uh, he had hired to protect him. Uh, he and Simun were talking uh, a lot. Seamoon, uh, I was sort of giving bad glances my way, um, and shortly after, uh, Ivix told me to leave. So, who's this Seamoon guy? Uh, Seamoon hasn't been in the settlement since, uh, the events. Um, that's suspicious. He was a Harkin mercenary who stopped by, um, and, uh, he... 
uh, wanted to just come out and make some money working for people that thought they needed protection. He's a bit of a... If I didn't know any better, he most likely could have been bought... Didn't didn't to Kay- kill him? Yeah, did it? Wasn't he hired by Kalis to protect this camp? Kalis would hire him to protect the camp, but Kalis made an exception for Ivix to okay, hire him. Okay, so to. the guy he was last seen with was a mercenary paid by a guy who would probably want to kill him for reasons. So power. Yeah. So Sea Moon and Kalis are not looking great. Hmm. Uh, uh, is there? Where any... was the point where they kicked last? Ask where he last saw him. That I, that's what I was about to ask. Where where I've did you? you well. Could you lead us to where you left them? Absolutely, I'd be more than happy to. Honestly, I with everybody on edge, I would want this situation dealt with very quickly. We may have to deal you... with some dangerous beasts, so I suggest, unless you feel up to the task of protecting yourselves, I suggest going out with some sort of defense. And so you say you got your your spear like up under into the jugular, mm-hmm, right and there. that took it down the fastest. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! Wow, you... I wish I could see you guys in action around these animals. I'd love to see cross species interaction. Would <laughs> would uh these people we would have protect us require this money? Uh, uh really depends on the work you on what you're trying to work out with them. Mm, this bargaining. Yes. <laughs> oh, we've gone over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the Harkeen grew up in a society where, like, cash is king. Like, <laughs> gotta make it. Time is money. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this wrapped up. Uh, um, well, I yeah. believe I would be able to protect myself fairly well. I do not know about protecting others. I leave it up to your discretion, but it can get quite dangerous out there. Well, I'm just so gosh darn impressed by you. Do you know what? Maybe we should go over <laughs> to my buddies and you can tell them some of your stories. I would be more than happy to. I, I think I can defend myself. I don't, I have like middle in wind lore because it works off of logic. She's a real so. warrior. Jara says dragging this giant person with her. Yeah, if you guys want to convince her to come on board, uh, you can. If Jara's given this information, she's like, you know, there might be an ambush. Yeah. Do you guys want to convince uh, Urku, Titan yeah. Slayer, to come yeah. with you? Sure. I love sure. Jara seems excited and uh, sure. Couldn't yeah. Hurt. Roll me either um, will plus persuasion or compassion plus inspiration. Okay. Double um, checks which one is so... That's okay, my uh, inspiration is amazing. Or you can roll a wealth rating and try to bribe her. <laughs> okay, wait, what did you want us to roll first? Uh, you can either roll um, will plus persuasion okay, or compassion plus inspiration. Okay, so it's the same numbers for me, which is a d10 and d8. I'm, I'm not even going to bother rolling. How do I roll that? Uh, th- 3d10 and 3d8 and 1d4. Okay, 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 hold hold on. It was 3d10. 3d8, 1d4. 3d8, 1d4, okay. Tell me if you get anything above a 6, or if on the d4 you get a 4. God, which one of these is a fucking d10? 
it's the worst <laughs> between d10s and d8s okay so i got um three rolls that were above sixes so okay, did I. So, bo- so both of you got yeah three um so darvanthos is more than happy to lead you out there uh, you guys trek off. Did we? Did we? Wait, 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 Urku? wait, wait, wait. Did we oh, get? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Urku the says, real, the um, real shit, Caleb. Come on. Ar- Urku kind of pats you guys on the head, um, and goes like, "Do not worry, I will protect you." Oh yeah. I glare. Yeah. It's it's de- it's definitely not meant to be <laughs> condescending, but it's absolutely condescending. <laughs> Tara doesn't recognize can condescending. I, I think. I think I she's just... been just condescended to her entire like it's, life. It's absolutely. Can, can it's I like I try to move out of the way of the head pat? Absolutely. In fact, <laughs> hang on. Let me see if there's like an intimidate. Can <laughs> piss her off? Uh, there's not. Make a resolve check. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. You have to have enough resolve to move out of the way. I'm no, guessing this is just for her not to start trying to pat that is four above six. Oh, awesome so two degrees of success yeah um she obviously still doesn't consider you a threat but she's she's a little more impressed by you um you know you're you're not you're not your grandmother's banyari um <laughs> true she seems a little impressed um she seems like out, out of everybody in the group uh she respects you the most <laughs> awesome nobody um, respects Jaren. she's okay with that Except for maybe, except for maybe Darvanthos, but even then, it's only a maybe. Um, <laughs> awesome, <laughs> pathetic little man. Um, so uh, Darvanthos is more than willing to lead your little group um, of five out into the the wilderness of Pyre. It's this sort of like long expanse of tundra. They lead you off in the direction uh, that you went, and uh, you travel. Go on. Uh, I, I I question about one my chroma. Sure. I have what a figment of self where I make a little right. like, floating orb, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Does that true. provide light and or can it like... I'm, I'm guessing it can't like warn me of approaching things. I believe it can oh. actually. Let me see. It might depend on the degree Clutch. of success because your uh, chroma powers will do different things based on how much you succeed. Okie doke. Usually it'll be like do the lesser success thing and also this extra thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, so, so let me see. So I'll just roll for it now. Let's see. It's going to be... Um, it's a will chroma. So it's will plus will. So it's will times two. Yeah. You roll all of the dice. Um, the d4 is how many spirit points you spent okay. to use it. I spent um, two. So you spent two. And then I got um, two successes. Okay, cool. Six. So it's a luminous success. Wait, which hang is... on. I made a mistake. I rolled one of them was a d8, <laughs> not a d10. Yep, still two successes. So it's a luminous success, which is st- still a success. Uh, the Eidolon, which is the name for the little glowing ball of light, may act as a remote pair of eyes set uh, to a certain position. So I can't bring it with me. Yeah. Could you set okay. them to like the back of your head? Mm, it's I a mean, it position, would just be... not like placement on you. So I'm guessing yeah. no. No, but that would that is important to know if you want to. I will say that when you guys get to like the the scene, that is when you will cast it. Sure, sounds good. Awesome. Uh, you guys get to an area, uh, and it takes you like hours to get out here. 
uh, and Darvantos says, this is where um, I was asked to leave. Uh, I believe a little ways up there, maybe, where they may have gone. Um, and how uh, long ago was it that you last saw him? Uh, it was about two days ago. Okay. All right, let's keep going forward. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't take you long to get in a- to an area where there's there's blood in the snow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I cast my thing. Uh, yeah. To look you out for people. If um, it's two days ago, then the blood would be dry. Oh yeah, you're right. There's clearly signs of a struggle. Whatever. Um. <laughs> well, the signs of the struggle wouldn't be there either. Yeah, because of the snow. Oh, that's fair. Um. So you could just say it wasn't two days ago. Awesome. So, um, you go to this area, um, where you can sort of see some evidence that there was sort of some bad stuff going down. You cast your thing. I need a perception check from a seam. Cool. Uh, let me roll the d4. That is only one six on the die. Okay. I rolled not great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> one of you, uh, will <laughs> perform an initiative roll. Uh, oh, only one of us? Uh, it is an open test using the skill most appropriate to the situation. Usually perception or intuition. So only uh, one of us okay. makes the roll? Or are we all... Only one of you makes the roll, and then you can determine amongst yourselves the order you guys want to go in. Um, well, I got, I got... Well, the enemies sort of go against D6 you. D6 and a D10 for perception. I've got a, um... D6 on both intuition and perception. Yeah. Ruby? I'm checking. Yeah, I, I well, I got a D6 in wisdom and a D10 in perception. Um, I don't have good scores for those. Uh, I think I have the best, so if we want to trust my luck, I can roll. I mean, no, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll. Uh, is this, like, number of successes? Uh, like how many above six? I believe since it's an open test, you actually will add them together. Okay. Like the results. 10, 20, 20, not counting the D4. 20, not counting the D4. Which Um, did not roll up four. I don't know if I was supposed to roll a D4 for this one or not. You see, Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if a 20 is a sexy number or not, so... (laughs) No idea. Probably, not, <laughs> probably middle of the road, just given the numbers I had come up. At least for what I, the dice I'm rolling. What are you rolling again? Uh, three d six and three d ten. Yeah, it's middle ground. It's not fantastic. Uh, the lowest, the r- lowest I could have rolled was a six. The highest is a forty eight. So, little little below average. Um. So I'm going to roll. For this one attack, and then all of you guys are going to get to go after this. Cool. Um, facing you off, uh, first there's a poof, as an arrow is fired at you guys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and you guys sort of see where it's coming from, and there is a Harkeen man who is wearing um, this sort of armor made out of uh, this strange chitin. Huh. Chitin? Um, like, like, yeah, chitin. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, that doesn't explain much either. Like, like a bug's exoskeleton. exoskeleton. Oh. <laughs> um, you guys uh, can Continue, instantly yeah. 
can instantly identify uh, this Parkeen is a Chitineer. They are people that hunt the Nova Pendra, which are um, gigantic, fully sapient and intelligent <laughs> centipedes. That's fucked. Aren't they like uh, the one non-playable intelligent race? They're like one of two, but yeah. Yeah, that's um, like super fucked <clears throat> in multiple ways because a sentient centipede makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Shit, giant centipede just pulls up and goes, Howdy there! Can I invite you over like, for a drink later? I'd literally just be like, Whoop! <laughs> That's a fair. That's fair. <laughs> now I'm just imagining a teeny centi- centipede. I'm With a little top hat. Te- no, not a top hat. A teeny little, little like, hat. sheriff cowboy hat. Hello there, miss. Do you mind pointing me in the direction of your house's vermin? God. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the Chitineer's whole thing is that they're like conspiracy theorists who became like the most dangerous game kind of people. What the fuck? That sounds accurate. Uh, cool. They're like, the, the, the Nova Pendra are going to eat us all. And then when they hunt one, they're like, I just hunted a giant centipede. I am unstoppable. While, while at the centipede's house, they're like, we lost fucking Jerry, man. How can we lose Jerry? He was the best guy ever. Did you hear they fucking cut up his corpse and wear it? No, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry is uh, the true scene? king. A the true take, king of this. Uh, two points of damage. Uh, who does? Oh, that sucks. You do. Nice. Take one for Jerry, dude. Um, if you one take, emotional I damage. Four, <laughs> you get a dramatic wound, which we'll get to. Nice, um, nice, sure. nice. But you guys go first. You guys get to determine your order. Ooh, it's Remember, just like you Ember also wind. have uh, Darvanthos and. Uh, uh, can Uko. I can I suggest that uh, I go first, just out of just like uh, flavor wise? I like him getting shot with an arrow. Son of a bitch! And um, just <laughs> one back. This guy. This ch- chitineer shoots an arrow at you, and then there's also a big pyroy man um, who starts charging in your direction. Um, each of your two companions has a different reaction to each of these people. Um, Darvanthos sees the chitineer and goes, Sea Moon? Yep. Yeah. Um, I figured. And, I figured. Uh, Urku seems actually genuinely afraid of this pyroy man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, she goes, a ghost worm. And she sort of... Ghost worm? Spear. Do they hunt ghost dragons? Is that is that his worm, name? Worm. Uh, ghost worm? A ghost worm? Uh, I'll just tell you guys. I don't need a check. Um, <laughs> I can fucking do what I want. Overlight okay. already has my money. Um, I, funded their goddamn, I funded their goddamn Kickstarter. I can play fast and loose with their lore <laughs> and rules. Jesus. Um, got really aggressive there. <laughs> the... the <laughs> Um, the creators of Overlight are going to come to your house and beat you to death with their bare hands. Yeah, they're going to take Caleb my dice. did say that he got weapon damage wrong. I did go, fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, the Ghost Worms are another Pyroi warband. Okay, cool. Assumed. Okay. I'm going to shoot an arrow at the at Sea Moon. Go for it. Uh, Every success is uh, a point of damage. Cool. Do I roll the d4 as well? Uh yes. Um oh, your so your your um your spirit pool is now counted as your fury p- pool. It can do all the same things that your spirit pool could do before, but you can now use it to do combat maneuvers. Ooh. 
um, which let you do all kinds of fun stuff. I'll I'll start by just shooting him. Yeah. Uh, I can, so I did. I rolled a. Point... I rolled a four. So my spirit pool is just like it, it just goes up and down. There's no like refresh or limit, right? Correct. Okay. So wait, I spent two points of my spirit pool. Did that also come from my fury pool? Yeah, your fury pool is the. It starts as your spirit pool at the start of combat. Oh, okay. So you already spent cool. two points. Uh, well, I got a four on the d4, which I'm going to count as another success. So that's two successes. So two damage. Two damage. Two damage two. back at him. Two damage right on you back. You just take the uh, arrow out of your you... shoulder and shoot it back. Who do you guys <laughs> want to go next? <laughs> Asshole. That son of a bitch. Uh, Floating yeah, ball have... light. You should have done better. <laughs> who do you guys want to have go next? Um, I know what I want to do. Sure. Go Can I fly up please, and please. drop my bone collection on the ground to be like caltrops? That seems a little advanced for just dropping some bones. I mean, they're just bones. So pretty much I'm just trying to make like, like I'm going to just drop a bunch of bones on this big chargey dude. You want to drop some bones? I'll let you drop some bones. Make me a wind lore check. <laughs> make me a bones check, please. <laughs> please. Please check some bones for me. <laughs> I need to bring them to bladders in my museum. Is that an Animal Crossing reference? Yes. I, I assumed as much. Uh, two successes. <laughs> wow. Um, so are you dropping bones on the pyroid dude or on, on this the dude? On the pyroid dude. All right, he takes two damage. It's a, it's a big collection. Yeah. A rib bone just lodges in them. Um, <laughs> cool. Do you want... So I'm now up in the air. Pi... Yeah, you're now up in the air. Um, Haley, I'm mm-hmm. going to say you should go next. What do you want to do? Okay. There's big charging Pyroi man, and then there's Chitinir man. Um, what can I do? Because I don't know how this game works. I'm gonna say uh, I don't know punch. what weapons I have. Uh, or you magic. Have, you have the ability to punch. Um, mm-hmm. Which, if you roll brawl, you like would roll might plus brawl. Okay. Which, I believe I gave you a pretty decent Brawl and Might. Um, didn't I give you like a D8 in both of them? Uh, Might is D8, Brawl is D6. Cool. So you do can you run have, up and punch a dude. Do you have higher in Blades or Wind Lore? Uh, Blades is a D6 and Wind Lore is nothing. Oh, so I guess you're you're probably as good with Blades as punching? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to run up and punch a man? <laughs> Fuck, sure. Uh, so that's 3d8 and... Um, 3d6. 3d6. Okay, that's... Um, okay, so that was uh, 3 over 6. 3 over 6. Cool. 3 damage. Are you going after Pyroi Man or going after... I'm not fucking touching Pyroi Man. I'm going right, after Sea cool. Moon. Yeah, Seamoon. he's he's really fucked up. You guys have really... So what happens is uh, I'm actually going to roll now for... Your Pyroi friend. She's tra- chasing after Pyroi man. Yes, yes, Pyroi friend. Please. Beat, beat, beat them up. Titan Slayer. Uh, beat them up. Yeah, she is going to stab this dude with her spear. So you, uh, this guy fires an arrow into a scene, and then a scene, you fire an arrow right back. Um, Jara, dro- you drop some bones on this Pyroi man. Um, Urku Titan Slayer sort of stabs uh, up at him with her spear. Uh, and he kind of just takes a grazing blow. 
And then dealing the most damage out of everybody in this fight, uh, Harper runs up and just punches this dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Harper. <laughs> um, just fully just clocks this man across the jaw. <laughs> pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. That's fucking hilarious. Who should have been respecting him more. <laughs> so now it is the bad guy's turn. We're going to start with Seamoon. He's um, got three I... people on him. Seamoon, <laughs> he's not doing great. Just got punched from either side. <laughs> um, he's going to... Fuck. Uh, pull out a sword. And oh, God. go after Harper. No! <laughs> oh, no. Uh, For a second, okay. I, for, I forgot Harper was your character. I was going to go, ah, oh, that's fine. <laughs> They're in <hell. laughs> No, the NPC no! went after the, uh, the pyroid. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Harper, you take two points of damage. Fuck. <laughs> so I, I, like, I, like, put a little, um, thing in the health track. Yep. Uh, okay. you put two things in the health track. Okay. Um, if you get up to four, let me know, because that is a dramatic wound. Oh, yeah, I can see the little red parentheses you made for me. I'm, I'm fear. Yeah. Dramatic wounds are not good. Um, they're not good. They're I would good assume health. not, but... Uh, big Pyroi man is going to attack also big Pyroi woman. I'm very glad you took her with you, because this guy is just devastated. Um, <laughs> awesome, he deals two damage to her. Um, oh, he goes in with his big like a sword and sort of cuts big fuck off blade yeah exactly did she <laughs> hit him right she punched uh, she it did. or no uh she hit him with her spear oh, okay cool cool we're back up to the top with a scene cool i'm gonna try to finish off this dude simoon yeah he's half health he's at half health hope i roll a little better this time i did not i'm rolling not i'm not Rip. i've been not rolling well at all but that's my second four. uh <laughs> what are are so that's uh, another two damage. Another two. Can I spend awesome. a fury point to do a combat thing? Yeah, combat maneuver. Absolutely. What are um, they? Can should I just try to say what I'm trying to do? Uh, I there's a list. Oh, I was you know I was flipping through with my hand on one page. That hand was on the um fucking combat maneuver page. Dumb <laughs> dumb. Um, you can aim, which. Oh is a moot point at this point. That's the only one that costs zero, actually. Um, Does it take a turn to aim? Uh, oh, you forgo it... your attack to perform a resolve test. If you succeed, gain a, gain a number of fury points equal to the result of the spirit die. Oh, interesting. You could do accurate fire. Sure. Um, that sounds good. Can I do that? It's performed in conjunction with a normal attack. If the attack is successful, you may deal extra damage equal to the rolled result of the spirit die. I got a four on the spirit die. And how much damage did you do normally? Uh, well, I counted the spirit... So wait, do I not count the spirit die as an extra success then? You do not count it as a success. Cool. Okay, then one success. Um, you deal exactly as much as you need to kill him. Okay, so the spirit die just counts as just for the maneuver, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Arrow right, right into the throat between yeah. the armor <laughs> plates. Just... <laughs> and then he crumples fucking down jara what the hell do you want to do i'm going to dive bomb at the head of this big dude please please um make and i'm going you know the velociraptor of feels oh yeah that's the noise she makes oh Um, gee terrifying 
Yeah, it's the most <laughs> horrifying battle cry. Uh, make me first a wind lore check and then a uh, brawl check. Might plus brawl. Alright, so one success on the flight check. You're gonna have to land after you do this that's, flight. That's fine. Uh, and then what am I doing? Might plus brawl. It's not gonna go great. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Tiny Raptoroid is great at that. But if you did play one with just incredible might and brawl. You could. Well, I guess you, you would be make... like a Velociraptor, tiny but deadly. Yeah, you'd be a, like a tiny little dive-bombing Velociraptor. Um, That's pretty you'd terrifying. Have sounds horrifying. That sounds horrifying. It wouldn't... Um, yeah, it would... Uh, one success. I did watch one success. You deal one damage to him. He's looking fine. Um, Fuck. <laughs> and then him. I land into a nearby snow <laughs> Yeah. Um, they, they did one like play test of this game like the developers did where they played like the the pre-made characters and one of the characters is like the student of a Terixian character and the other Terixian character was like do you not remember when I was little you used to love it when I would like soar through the air majestically and it's like I remember finding amusement in some attempts at flight <laughs> and it's like it's like yeah can you imagine just a li- like a tiny little pyroid girl going do the turkey dance do the turkey dance <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. back to this game. Back to this game. Um, yeah, you can go in for the punch. Do you want to go in for the punch, Haley? Um, just yeah, wham. Sure. Yeah, just let's fuck them up. Okay. Uh, so three d eight, three d six. What does the d four do again? Uh, that if it, you get a four in this, you get another fury point, which you can spend on chroma powers, or you can spend on combat maneuvers. Okay, yeah, I only got one over six, and I didn't get a four. So okay, so you do one I point would... of damage. Okay. Same as Jara. Same as Jara. Um, it is now your ally's turn, Urku. She's going to make an attack on this dude. God damn. Um, she deals four <laughs> points of damage to him. <laughs> she only rolls five dice for this, because NPCs have different rules. <laughs> Jesus. And I've only, I am not gone more than one success on my rolls for damage. I just um, happen to roll fours on spirit die. Yeah, incredible. She truly fucked this man. Um, oh my god. He's gonna attack back. He's not gonna let that slide. <laughs> Uh, and he deals three points of damage to her. Oof. She's at, like, five damage now, right? Yeah, but she's got, she's got tons of health. Um, I've, I've, I used, like, stats in the book for both of these characters. She has 14 health, he has 18. Jesus. Um. <laughs> Thought we killed the weak guy first. Yeah. <laughs> um, you killed the one that only has 10. Um, yeah, Pyroi warriors are no joke. Mm. Or, she's not really? even a warrior, she's a hunter. He's a Pyroi fire thing, which is, like, the warrior. Yeah, these Um, guys are Vikings, and you cannot tell me otherwise. They actually have more of, like, a Persian aesthetic. Dude, they literally, they literally called them Thanes. But they are, they are Vikings. (laughs) They're Vikings with a Persian aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like our children will be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a very good one. I appreciate that that one, Ruby. Yeah, yeah, It took my brain a minute, but I got there. But yeah, he, he, he goes, um... The weak ones will not be allowed to settle here. Oh! 
Oh, so he's the xenophobe. Yeah. So they both they both see the settlement as weak, but one of them sees it as like a disgrace for them to sell here. Where uh, Yurku, uh, yeah, Urku, Urku's just, just like it's like, fine. Yeah, it's I'll fine. Get whatever. If I want. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's chilling. They're no, they're no threat. Uh, it's your turn, little cute baby uh, people. Can I spend another fury point? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, go right ahead. Is is there something bad that happens if I reach? If you reach zero? Yeah. Fury points. Uh, I don't think there's anything bad if you reach zero fury points. If you cool. reach zero spirit points, then that's bad. Well, I'm not using my chroma, so I'm going to do the thing before where I uh, do extra damage. Cool. Jesus. I'm rolling well. Oh, wow. This is a better roll. That's three successes and then a four on the die. Okay, he's nearly dead. Wow. You said you, uh, he he's just like, hmm. He hears that Urkun goes, you said the jugular, right? <laughs> and takes aim and all the complicated like levers and stuff on this compound bow and just lets aims carefully and lets it fly. Awesome. I, so I, I really play combat characters. I gotta really milk it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Jared is now your turn. You're in a snowbank. It's not a proud moment. I'm going to pull myself out of the snowbank and just angrily screech at this guy from a distance. <laughs> it's a lot of... You can use a combat maneuver on that if you'd like. Sure. Can you try and you intimidate the... him? There is an intimidate foe combat maneuver. Let me look it up. See how it works. Three points? Do you have three to spare? I think so. Uh, so, well, your fury pool, I think Caleb says whatever your spirit pool was at the start, so. Yeah, I do. Okay. So it is a open test. Roll your persuasion. Just your persuasion. No bonus. And you are trying to look for the highest number you can get versus his mental dice. And he's looking for the highest number he can get on those dice. So I just add the dice? So just tell me the highest number. Just tell me the highest number you have. Um, unfortunately, you do not intimidate him. I mean, I'm not surprised. I am teeny yeah. and a bird. Yeah. yeah. It would be odd if she did, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Harper, it is now your turn. Okay. How's Seamoon doing? Seamoon's dead. Seamoon's oh. fully dead. Yeah. <laughs> fully dead. Okay, cool. Uh, do I... Can I do any sort of ranged thing? You sure you don't want to? He's looking really hurt. The, if you go up and punch pyroid. him, if you go up okay. and punch the pyroid, he, okay. he's looking real bad. All right, I'll go punch him. Probably gonna be a knockout. I have a, I have a wooden go, spear if you'd like. You what? I have a wooden spear if you'd like to use that. <laughs> I think what she'd do is she'd be like, "Thanks." Take the thing off the top of the spear, put it in her hand so she's punching, but like the spear is in her hand, and then she'd punch with the, the just, little like sharp. Yeah, he just. The sharp. Oh, just, just break off the end. Off. Yeah, break off the end. Oh, that's put incredible. it in between her fingers, and then go in for a punch with the, with oh, the pointy bit. I, I, I will break off the tip <laughs> okay, of the spear. Okay, we're for real doing this. And All give right. it to you as like a punch knife. Okay, punch knife. All right, I'm going in with yeah, a punch knife. Assassin's Creed I forget Valhalla. the actual name. Yeah, I forget oh, the actual Jesus name Christ. of those weapons. I think it's punch knife. <laughs> it might be punch knife. 
They're like, it might be punch knife, but you know, all right, punch knife. Here we go. Oh my god. Well, that one fell on the floor, so I'm just gonna roll. I would let you now, Caleb. No, I've updated okay. my belongings belongings to uh, broken spear. Oh, good. Slash staff. Very good. Did you get any successes at all, Haley? Uh, yes. You I kill got him. Th- you kill him. You ki- he had oh. one health left. You kill him. Okay, <laughs> I got three successes and yeah. a four. I did so. like eight damage to him. Yeah, he's yeah. You did you did seven damage. Um, I was at least thinking he was gonna get his big cool attack off, but no. Uh, but that's fine. That's uh, that's uh, not in I, I not in my house. Sheen is a Sheen is a hunter. That's you try to take down prey as quickly as possible so it doesn't attack you. No, yeah, exactly. suffer. Um, or suffer that too. So you you go in for the punch. You stab him. Uh, I think like the little thing like goes right into his head. Oh, uh, wait, can I give a suggestion. Sure. I just shot him in the jugular with an arrow. Can Harper go and just kind of punch the arrow in deeper or grab the arrow and just shove it in deeper? Well, I'm going in. I'm going in with a punch knife already. That's true. You made a good point. I forgot. I'll. Okay, here's what I'll do I'll go in on the other side of the jugular. Yeah, you get it from the other side. You gotta cover all the bases. Like I said, cover all the bases. Um. Yeah, and you hit it in. He sort of gurgles a little bit, and he falls to the ground. Oh, fuck. You guys head back to the Traveler's Camp. You tell people what happened. Obviously, they're pretty upset about everything. Uh, And you sort of settle in for a little while. You're hailed as heroes. um, Yay. And uh, everybody makes sure that you're well taken care of while you're here. Until eventually, uh, Darvanthos says, Skyborn, Skyborn, I have... A matter that may be of some interest to you. Uh, and that is where we are going to end. Ah, oh, fun. All right. Um, so, uh, thank you everybody for listening. I guess it's my job to thank yeah. everybody. You gotta um, do the outro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really glad that I had this opportunity to do this little thing. I hope you guys had fun with this little exploration of Overlight. I know we didn't do it for very long. Um, Haley, thank you so much for being our guest. I hope you had fun as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. Do you want to plug something? Um, and yeah, do, do you guys have any, do you guys have anything you want to uh want to say? Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Everything Caleb said. And next week we will be starting again with not next week. Two weeks from now we will be starting again with normal campaign. Well, well, two we'll weeks be next week for, for them. Two weeks from <laughs> now we will be doing the recap of season two. Oh wait, I thought. Oh, so you're right. that is. That's the perfect place for people who either listened before or new listeners to kind of, as a good starting place, to jump in as we recap season two right before going into season three. Awesome. Yeah. Ruby, what did you say earlier? You said, <laughs> you said plug? Yeah, like, like, do you have any, like, do you want to, like, plug your Instagram uh, or Promote something? anything of yours? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to check uh, anything out that I do, uh, I'm an artist, uh, animator, and illustrator. Um, you can check out my stuff on Instagram and Tumblr. My handle is uh, Pastel Lizards. Um, yeah, I draw a lot of characters. I draw a lot of D and D characters, and I do commissions. So uh, check my stuff out. You'll have some fun. Team, team, Maybe. team freelance artist over here. Me and you. <laughs> high five from <laughs> states away. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quarantine high five.
It's a quarantine. Well, it's also it's still very far away. <laughs> many many states, many hours, many moons. Uh, I I just want to say that the ca- this game was actually really fun. Thank you, Caleb. Um, I just want to be like, I think next for a sheen, I want to.